0: Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life hey guys what's up welcome back to the podcast i hope wherever you are whenever this is that you're having an amazing day that you're doing well thank you so much for being here with me today and i'm excited to get started so um a couple months ago i had made like a little poll thing on the social media land asking for questions or um you know, topics that people may want me to talk about here. And I haven't gotten to a lot of them just because I tend to just go with whatever my gut says. And then today, um, that was one that I found, and it's been a conversation lately, so it, it definitely was fitting. And one of the questions was, how do you overcome fear? And I feel like that's a question that a lot of people want to ask. And it's definitely, you know, sounds really great and exciting to think oh my gosh let me ask this person who seems to be you know doing what she wants to do or you know living life on her terms or you know whomever it is that you're asking this question to it looks to me as if they have really learned how to overcome fear obviously right like please give me the golden ticket like tell me how you quit being so scared and were able to do all these things and take risks and build businesses and build whatever have that conversation, put yourself out there. How did you get rid of the fear that now allows you to do all of those things? How did you become fearless? That's the other thing I see a lot. You know, there's a lot of content out there of how to become fearless. And if you can become fearless, then you can do anything, right? You have to learn how to get rid of the fear. Well, I hate to break it to you, but that is absolutely not happening. Like fear is one of our primary emotions as human beings. And so the only way that you're going to become fearless is number one, you quit acknowledging any emotions that you have at all, or if you're a sociopath who doesn't feel emotions. (laughs) So big fat thing there is that fearless is really not a thing. Instead, the art of becoming what you, what a lot of people do consider to be fearless, or what I like to refer to as courageous, is how to acknowledge the fear, how to deal with fear, how to work with it to where it does not stop you. And so, of course, that doesn't sound nearly as exciting or nearly as like shiny and beautiful as being fearless does. So probably why you don't hear that exact sentence being stated as often so the thing that i wanted to real quick just be make sure we're super duper clear on just to cover my own ass basically is that when i'm talking about the type of fear that i'm talking about now is not the type of fear that happens when you see someone following you Um, And you fear for your safety or like you see a bear in the woods and you fear for your life. Things like that. You're in a car accident and you're fearful that you're going to die or whatever it might be. You know, that type of fear is certainly not what we're going to be talking about today throughout the rest of this podcast. What we're talking more about is that fear that freezes us, that feeling that stops us from moving forward on something that's scary. Um, meaning it's new it's unknown we're taking risks we're taking a leap we're going into the unknown um, we're doing something new that you know maybe puts us out there in a different way or makes us you know we're scared of how we might look because of it or whatever Um, fear in this capacity tends to be something that causes us to not move forward to, to face our, or to get to our dreams, to not fully reach our own personal potential in a lot of ways, and also can be a big factor in self-sabotage. And so where does that come from? And it just comes from, and there's a couple of spaces. So after, you know, you've lived your life for however many years you've been here, your body and your mind, I should say, starts to create these maps, Right. And what it does in these maps are fail-safes. And one of the fail-safes is that, oh, that brought us danger. Like imagine when you burn yourself for the first time as a kid by touching the stove, something in your mind then learns that, oh, that's hot. Don't touch it because it hurts, right? And so you then create that rule. And so what happens sometimes with fear in our mind is fears, like our subconscious mind's job is to keep us safe. And so when we try to do something that's outside of what our mind has known to be true or known to be our safe space or our normal or our environment or our comfort zone per se over all of the years of data that it's been collecting and all the pathways it's been solving, you know, it is one of those things that when we start to realize that, oh, but what I want to do or what I want to create is just a little bit outside of that comfort zone sometimes our subconscious mind does that whole self-sabotage thing by being like nope 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 that's unsafe that is not safe for us we are not going there and that's sometimes how fear wins what we're going to talk about more today is how to learn to identify fear for what it is and just not let it drive the other really big factor here is that Fear, like I said, is a primary feeling. And I think that we as a society have a really bad habit of trying to invalidate people's feelings by telling them they're wrong for feeling something or it's not strong of them or it's childish of them or it's, you know, weak of them to to feel a certain thing when instead like all of our feelings are valid, all of them. All of our feelings are valid and the reason that they're valid is because we're humans and we have feelings. And feelings tend to always have a purpose. They're usually really telling. For me in the world of business, when I have a feeling of fear around something, most of the time it's because it's new and it's kind of scary cuz it's big or i feel like i don't deserve it or whatever and so for me that's a tell of that it's probably a place i need to explore and a risk i should take you know but we identify in ourselves what type of fear is is healthy per se and what's not and that's only something really you can identify but i remember a conversation i just had recently actually and just i'm going to plant this seed just to let you marinate on it a little friend of mine, we were talking about feelings and like the label that we place on certain feelings um, as far as like this is how this feeling feels. But what about when we like start to question that, right? And we think, hmm, but what does that even mean? And so he was talking about how he used to feel like or used to believe that he felt fearful every time he was going into a meeting, even though, I mean, he's like, very successful at what he does, you know. He'd be going into a pitch and and be like, "Man, why am I so scared? Like, I know exactly how good I am at this. I know exactly that this is the best solution for them. Why am I scared?" And what he realized, you know, several years later, is that that wasn't fear. It was nervousness. He was just nervous, um, you know, maybe a little, just nervous to get up in front of people and just, you know, to say the right things and do the right things. But it wasn't like terrifyingly anxious I can't breathe which is what he was describing it maybe fear wasn't the proper word there but and it was just an interesting moment of realizing like I thought that was anxiety which tends to be connected to fear in some ways but when really it was just me feeling a little nervous about wanting you know about this new thing I was going to be doing so it was just an interesting thing there and I think it's important that sometimes we do dissect it and learn about what what this thing is and that we may be so promptly labeling as fear and allowing to stop us, but I digress, that's another conversation for another day. Um, but back to the whole being fearless thing so the truth is, is that again, being fearless is just it doesn't exist, and so if we take our attention over to a place of how do I have fear, accept that it's there, honor it even, and still. Be courageous. Still take risks. Still, you know, move out of my comfort zone. And one of my absolute favorite favorite books is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. If you haven't read it, highly suggest it. Highly suggest it. And in that book, she talks about fear, and she talks about how basically, again, like I like I had said, that fear will always be there. Um, you just have to not let it drive. Like you basically put it in the back seat and say, listen. I get it. I see you. I hear you. I know that you're here, but you're sitting in the back seat. You don't get to tell me where to go. You don't get to control, you know, my directions. And you also don't get to just control the radio. And so there's just a funny little blip that explains how you ha- you learn to exist within it and understand that it's present and that's okay. You know, again, like I said, it can be a motivator. It can be a good tell as far as like where you're at and what is a good direction to go. So, Let's take this down the conversation of instead of fearless, it's courageous. And so I think that it's important to identify the difference simply because what we're looking to become is courageous. We're not looking to become fearless. We're looking to become brave and courageous willing to do the thing that maybe no one else has done, do the thing that's brand new to us, that's kind of that hairy scary, oh shit, like that is gonna be really cool. That takes courage, that takes bravery, it takes courage to step out and do something out of your normal, to step out or to step up and have a conversation or stand up for yourself, you know, or make these different choices. That courage, and think about it, when you say the word fear, There's a lot of negative connotation around that, right? There's a lot of energy that feels negative and, oh, fear. Oh, I'm fearful. Oh, boy. What if you use the word courageous instead? I'm becoming courageous. I'm being courageous. I am courageous. What an empowering word, right? Such an empowering word. Such a word that catapults you in the proper direction, in my personal opinion. And one of the things, like this is a quote. Um, which is funny because it's partially by – the original is by uh, Franklin Roosevelt, and then there's part of it that was changed in a movie. <laughs> but it's one of my favorite fears – or fears, ha! Huh, one of my favorite quotes, and I actually have it written on my refrigerator because it is just such a good one to remember. Um, it, it is, Courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something is more important than fear. The brave may not live forever, but the cautious do not live at all. And I think that's such a telling statement. It is really comes down to you. Again, like I said, being super aware and present with an understanding, I guess I should say, of the emotions that you're feeling, what they are, and realizing that the thing that you're scared of or the thing that you want to do is more important more important to you, more important to your purpose, to whatever it is, than the fear. And so you step around the fear or you hold its hand and let it come right along with you, but you continue to take those steps forward because the courage is more important. The thing is more important than the fear. And that's how you start to push through it. So for me personally, I spend a lot of time journaling. To rewrite my belief systems. You know that. I've talked to you about that before. So if something sounds scary to me, a lot of times in my life over the past like five or six years particularly, it would come up a lot in business. Like that conversation of who the fuck does she think she is, right, comes into my head. Like who does she think she is to have a blog post? Who does she think she is to have over 20,000 followers on Instagram? Who does she think she is to start a podcast? That was a big one for me. Like who the fuck do I think I am? To think that I should have a pot that I can have a podcast, and now, right now, I just started big secret out, but I just started the re- process of writing my first book. Like, I have a deadline coming up for my first draft, and I've had a lot of fear, and um, and I'm living with it, and I'm hanging out with it. And it's, the, it's not the fear that it's not going to be good. It's not the fear that writing it is going to be hard because I trust in my writing skills, I trust in my editor, and that's not the thing. It's the fear of what it's gonna look like, right? Like, shit, someone gonna buy it? Like, what if I write a book and nobody buys it? That's scary. What if I write a book and I sound like an idiot? That's scary. What if I write a book and, 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 right? The truth is is that all of those things are all nonsense If you really think about it, because so what if you write a book and no one buys it? You wrote a fucking book, dude. Not everyone can say that. And that's a really cool accomplishment. It takes courage. It takes commitment to write a book. So the fear really isn't relevant there. So what if you write it and someone thinks you're stupid? Well, guess what? Every great mind in history someone has poked fun at, thought they were stupid, called them an idiot, whatever it might be. They still kept talking, they still kept learning, they still kept teaching. And now, you know, they're in history books, right? And quoted all over the land. And while somebody probably even today may think that Albert Einstein is a fool, who cares at this point? He had the courage to live life the way he wanted to, he had the courage to do something that no one else had ever done before. And that's huge, right? That's bigger than any person's opinion that he's a fool. What a cool and inspirational thing to find and see someone who takes bravery and courage and lets that be what leads them and lets them continue, you know, to do something that feels true to them, that feels like their purpose or feels like that big thing they're supposed to do. That's massive. So for me, like I was saying, how I use the the shifting my my basically thought patterns, the conversation in my head of, you know, who am I? to write this book. So for me, what I've been doing and what I did was, I've talked about it, I've I've identified it, talked about it, like, hey, I'm scared about this, you know, of course, to which some of the people are like, most people are like, what are you scared of? There's nothing to be scared of, you know, blah, blah, blah. But talking about it and acknowledging it helps not let it become a silent monster that grows so big and I, you know. It, Engulfs everything, which tends to happen when we try to pretend like a feeling doesn't exist. It tends to get really big and then take over. Um, so, talking about it and identifying it is a big thing, but then also writing things about what it's like to do the item that I'm scared of. What is that like? how cool is it all the good things all of the things that will happen from doing that thing that i'm so scared of or that is scary to me you know i've done that from the beginning i remember writing about or or focusing on shifting my mindset around the fear of being online of putting myself out there you know the fear of thinking that someone would ever actually hire me to manage their business right and then it was that someone would actually hire me to coach them. Then it was the someone that would actually pay money to fly to St. Louis to sit with me for days and do an in person training. Then it was the fact that someone would actually pay me money to fly me to them to tour their business for, you know, and be in person for several days with their team. Then it was the, you know what I mean, blah, blah, blah. I can give you a million examples of where it was those moments of like, but this is, this is what's coming to me, this is the next step, this is what I want to do, but it's really scary. What if someone won't do that? Why would someone do that? Why? What makes me think that I can be X, Y, and Z? What makes me think that, so just for other people's examples, what makes me think that I can write a blog? What makes me think that I can be on TV sharing my opinions about blah 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 what makes me think that I can be the best painter in St. Louis what makes me think that my shop can be the best i'm scared to put myself out there to do that okay well if you let the fear win guess what you're never going to know you're going to ne- you're never going to know if you're capable of accomplishing and reaching those things if you're capable of creating that and getting over that fear and that's where the tricky part comes in is because The truth is, is a lot of people don't, they don't move past the fear. They don't hang side by side with it and decide to do the stuff anyways. You know, they don't deal with the fact that, you know what, it's scary and that is okay that it's scary. And I think that's one of the biggest pieces is identifying that it does not make you less of a man or a woman, doesn't make you less powerful, less stable, less successful. If you acknowledge that you're scared acknowledging your feelings and owning them is a power <laughs> that we should be writing about in books growing up that you know kids are learning about as they're growing up because that is where true power comes. True power comes from the vulnerability. It comes from the the owning and acknowledging the emotion and then yeah and then doing it anyways, but it really comes from owning it because the truth is if you don't I remember that people always used to refer to jealousy as like the green the big green monster, <laughs> and I think it's kind of funny like green with envy right, and then you have jealousy the green big green monster so that 's always a good example just because I like that that um, visual, <laughs> but if you allow an emotion like a negative emotion to exist and you choose to not acknowledge it. It grows and it grows and it grows and as it does that it poisons everything it touches so the inside of you and inside of your brain and your feelings and your suspicions and all of that become toxic and tainted by this thing that you've refused to acknowledge and deal with and in the process it wins guess what doesn't win you (laughs) you know if you don't talk about the fear and the fear grows and grows and grows it continues to win and it gets bigger and uglier and louder and scarier and the more that you know creates more of a barrier that's of you not going past it and so my advice is number one admitting or realizing that all of your feelings are valid you feel them for a reason and there's nothing wrong with that and then the next thing is choosing, what do I want to do with this? Am I going to let you win? And if that, the answer is yes, then the answer is yes, and that's up to you. Or am I going to choose to move past it, move with it, identify it, be courageous, and say, hey, guess what, fear? You're right. Somebody might not buy my fucking book, and that might be shitty. But I'm going to try anyway. I'm going to move past. I'm not going to let you win or let you hold me back. So, that comes from though, identifying it, talking about it regularly, and working with it, not pretending like it doesn't exist. And that is how you overcome fear, is by realizing that it's going to be there and working with it versus trying to ignore it. So, friends. I hope that that was helpful. If you have anything that you do that Helps you when when you're in a fearful situation, or you have something that's you know freezing you in your tracks. I would love to hear about it. Please feel free to email me below or share this podcast and share your story, um, in your like fear example or your fear um, go to move. That's all that's gonna do is just add more and more love and support to the community that listens to this podcast. When we work together like that, it's pretty powerful. So. Thank you so much for being here with us as always. If you enjoyed the podcast, please feel free to share it with anyone who you think would benefit from it Um, as well as if you share it on social, make sure that you tag us in the share. And until next time, my friends, sending so much love your way and I will talk to you soon.